listening to Kevin and the Spleen. No one's gonna ever love me. 1098.5 Radio QWX. Real quick. Bussin' no cap. No, 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 no cap. Really smack you in the ass with flavor. There you go. This show is about depression, anxiety, PTSD, and chronic illness. We going quick. We're trying to keep you on the path to the ride home on the evening time. It's a fucking zoo. Make it quick. With the Quicks Radio. White lives do not matter. Oh, yeah. What's up, baby? It's Kevin in the spleen coming at you. That's right. Kevin in the spleen on the quicks. Make it quick with the quicks network, baby. That's right. And today's episode is Kevin in the spleen is brought to you by better help. That's right, folks. Better help. Well, life's not so easy, is it? <laughs> That's true. Even for the old spleen there. I just wish sometimes it could come with a user's manual. Well, there's not that. But luckily, there is Better's Help, which is just as close as you could possibly get. Now, I know I've been going through time and time again telling you about this and that, and it turns out every time it turns out to be an MLM, but not this time. This is just a you know, they probably wouldn't even want me to mention MLMs in the fucking ad copy because that sets the right wrong idea. But, you know, it's really not that at all. It's more of a service that uh, you could connect to a team of licensed therapists across the country and uh, get the help you need. I got help with my VD. That's right. Uh, use the promo code Goblin Flakes for 20% off your first therapist at BetterHelp. And now, back to Kevin in the Spleen. What's up, Kevin? How's it going? Hit that. <laughs> I wish I heard a sting that we that was on our, you know, our, our intro that we should we should isolate that. The uh, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. We, it's we just like definitely the, do. You saying chronic illness and then it going, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> I think, I think we got to have that in the fucking sound. We, we don't get Gastonaut to make us some, some good, good stings. That would be amazing. Some stings. Get some Gastonaut stings in the house. That's right. Today's topic is, of course, the strangest vaginas you've ever encountered. Let's get started, Kevin. Oh, 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 I'm, I'm married. I can't, I can't. No, no. All right, Kevin's exempt from this round, but he's going to have to stay in the penalty box. Chronic illness. That's right. Let me tell you about a vagina I saw. It was on a dead cat. Chronic illness. What's up? What's up, Kevin? Tell us about, tell us about the pitch of the pup, Kevin. Uh, well... I mean, as I've mentioned, I drive an electric car, so I don't really, smugly here, as, as I possibly can say this, don't really feel the pinch of the pump. Wow. Well, aren't electricity prices skyrocketing? Not here. Mm. And um, I have this thing that you can opt into with a power company where your, your power price changes every five minutes, depending on load. So if I just tell my car to charge at three in the morning, it's pretty close to free. Sometimes it's even negative pricing, so they pay you to use power. 
That's what you want. Yeah. They should be paying me to use power. It, it's rare, but it, it kind of feels nice just to turn stuff on and be like, I'm getting paid for this. Yeah. So you have some sort of system that moderates your power usage or something at times it? Um, I I really nerdy stripped this thing up that just checks every five minutes what the power price is. And if it's negative, I just turn on everything I possibly can in the house. Sure. I would want to do that manually, have like a timer set to five minutes to check the price of electricity. <laughs> and then I can go flip everything on or off. I think I could, I could, that, that sounds like a good way to save money. I mean, it's money. such a waste of time though, because it's like, you know, literal pennies we're talking about here. It's just more of a feel good thing of like sticking it to the power company, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I don't know. It's all fucked. You know, you gotta, you gotta get it somewhere. It's all thing. I think, I think that's like something that's bad about our society these days is I feel like everyone has seen past the like veneer into the gross reality of what everything is. And everyone's like, okay, so I guess what I need to do is find the scam that I could hook into. And I think it is like that where it's not necessarily like I'm going to, you know, bilk other people, but it's like, you know, which of these cheated systems that is, you know, in, in this, in ascendance as a result of recent power grabs or whatever the fuck can I leverage until the market cracks, you know, because like, it feels like, it feels like everyone's like, yeah, no, everything's broken. Everyone's rich is rich because they're cheating in some way, you know? And so like the only, the only way forward in a world like that is to find the exploit that I'm going to exploit, you know? which feels very dystopian um you it know just, it feels more likely that you can get rich by taking advantage of something than it is the conventional way well that's the thing is that when you when you reveal you know the american dream to be largely a myth or whatever and you look at you know the upward social mobility in america compared to a bunch of other countries um then it's like well yeah it is hard to actually become rich in america with everything uh there is so it's like if that's if that's a lie then what else is there you know i mean we've always had kind of moonshot dreams in society like rock stars and celebrities and uh you know pro athletes and stuff and people have always been like you know maybe this is my ticket out of here but that's been like among other stuff and i feel like now it's more i feel like now more than ever people are, are like and I'm not saying this is like, what is society? Like, why are kids these days so fucked up? But I think a lot of kids, they want to be YouTubers or streamers and stuff because it's like, that is one of the things that still exists. And it's like, maybe you can hit it big, but it's like, yeah, but everyone has to hit it big. Otherwise you're just getting fucked somewhere. Like if you don't like get, you know, catch your lucky break, you just are going to be screwed. So everyone's just like, I feel like a lot of people are tuned to like, the only thing I can do is catch a lucky break or be fucked, you know, um, which is interesting. I don't know. How do we get on this topic? I don't know. <laughs> do, you, do you feel that that's kind of what Hollywood is, though? You know, is that it's just people catching lucky ba- breaks rather than people with the true talent really succeeding? Or what, well, what percentage you, is that? I, I mean, it's probably a little more luck than talent, but it's both. I think it's just really solidly both because like the luck strikes 
and the luck has to strike you can't not get lucky you know like charlie chaplin can't like stumble his way and keep failing and still get a show like you don't break your leg and still win the pitch you know it's like when things when you you have to get lucky to to get a deal you know to get to get whatever to get going you know so you can't not get lucky and then the talent is just a separate issue you know like i think the vast vast majority of people have some amount of talent whether that's the interpersonal skills to sell the idea in the room in the back halls of power or whether that's the talent to actually execute on the page and in the you know room and in the uh in the on set and stuff Uh, people have different talents and then there's there's some people that are probably kind of bad and then have you know the ability to lie or they have connections or whatever you know but you can make up for a lack of talent on some on some level but everybody has to get lucky you know yeah, I'm, guess, I'm trying to think of somebody that I, I would argue really doesn't have talent and it's pure luck, but I can't think of someone that's not going to, I'm not going to get yelled at for actually, no, I think, I think there's one person I can probably claim that is pure luck is okay. Steven Seagal. How sure, is that yeah. man still employed? Yeah. Well, I think that gets to where ego gets you in Hollywood. You know, you also talk about like having to like having to be an entrepreneur and like plug your own stuff and believe your own hype and stuff. So I think to the extent that you want to talk about talent, he has, he has that talent of, of ego mania, this blindness that, that can be somewhat beneficial for plowing ahead in Hollywood. Because if you, if you think you talk, if you believe your own hype, other people will like, this man smells like feces, but he acts as a man who doesn't smell feces. So clearly I'm missing something here. You know, that is like this weird kind of dynamic that, that can take place in Hollywood. Um, you know, but I think, I mean, have you seen any of his recent works where no, he's no, he's bad. He's not, he has no Hollywood. Like he's not, he has no acting. He has nothing like he's not okay. even f- physically like very capable you know like i'm sure the very beginning he was more capable than he is now but like it's just he's not he's not impressive in any of the ways that people are impressive but also he's from a time in hollywood when you had to be less impressive like it was kind of just if you were already there you know it's like well we need somebody and it's like what we're gonna you know you can't go online and like look at a like just a million people who know what the role is and who have been cosplaying as a barbarian or something, you know, it's just like, you know, Steven Seagal, he looks like a big guy there was him or Sylvester Stallone or, you know, I don't know, you know, but it's just kind of like when you were one of the people you just kind of back then, I think, you know, or whatever, who knows? I don't, I don't know very much about history or Hollywood history, but you know what I do know, you know, the phrase, Oh, do you have anything more before I switch topics really hard? No, I, I, I have nothing more to okay. add. To him. This is, this is cause this is a dead end, but, um, <laughs> but you know the phrase like people say like pinch me i'm dreaming or like the there's the idea that like you don't feel pain in your dream you know yeah yeah but you do you you can i mean i can i I had a dream the other day maybe this last night i don't know pretty recently it was within the past two or three days where someone kicked me in the face and broke my nose and my nose was like way sideways on my face and i could see it like it like up at the top where it like is between the eyes it was just really sideways and not in the center of my face anymore and it hurt really bad and my face hurt really bad and like i woke up and my face hurt pretty bad um 
but it was psychosomatic it wasn't like a real pain it just like buzzed kind of you know it wasn't like i smacked my face in my sleep or something um i don't think so at least it didn't feel like that it just like felt like it was still in pain from the dream but if i can having a broken nose in your dream that sucks dude it's not good that's not what's supposed to be there but it's not a nightmare you know that's that's so, the kind of dreams i have how would you describe how it felt in the dream it, it hurt it, it hurt like right now i can conceptualize this kind of like sympathetic kind of wincing pain i can i can i can i can picture it right now like i can feel it right in the bridge of my nose just like just feeling really not in the like pieces being out of place and it hurting really really bad like it's just like i can conceptualize it right now and it's just like that's how it felt you know have you ever broken your nose before no i'm sure i've been kicked in the face or hit in the face i've been punched in the nose before uh i got i got a bloody nose from being punched in the nose um like punched in the face um so like maybe it's that kind of but i don't think that felt like pain like up in the bridge of my nose like that's not that's not where it manifests you know that's weird i i can't remember ever a dream where i've actually been able to physically tangibly feel anything like everything's just like jello yeah no and you know i've had the jello stuff for sure and you can't feel pain and stuff i don't know i don't know man what do i have on my fucking my piece of paper i haven't deleted a lot of the stuff that i wrote on my piece of paper on my on my notes that i've talked about already um so yeah remember the aussie chook ribs yes someone on on reddit said that chookus is not a real thing and that he's never heard chookus but that could just I feel be like Australians person. lie about yeah, everything. Also, yeah, but like, I don't know, like, there's a lot of words that if you ask me, is this a real world? I would be like, I've never heard of that, you know, but I wouldn't say like, that's not a word. Like I wouldn't definitively say it's like, who knows, you know, but I don't know who knows, who knows? Um, the King's hand, <laughs> remember the King's hand, uh, oh, um, man i was thinking that we got to do the we got to do the tinder it was really fun to come up with really bad tinder profiles we should do that more often yes have you done anything with your tinder since last week no it's just too painful it just sucks like it's like exercise in the sense that like when you're like hey maybe i should do that and then you're just flooded with no don't do that do anything else do like literally anything but do that you know so it's like i just haven't well, I think we should crowdsource this. We're like on the show, we write your profile somehow. And then like you let me or somebody else control your swipes. And then only when you get matches, do you take over them? Well, we should just swipe yes on everybody. Cause otherwise I'm not going to fucking, no one's going to like me. It's just, it's never going to, I mean, I, I don't know if this is true, but I've heard that if you just swipe on everybody, you get no matches in. Like they want you to be picky fucking piece of shit. well if you think about it swiping on everybody is going to mimic the outcome of their paid service so of course they don't want you to be able to you know access a simulacrum of their paid service for free so yeah of course they'd they'd want to drill down on that yeah i don't, I don't know man i just well, are people i meet online really going to be the kind of people that like I want to be around who knows I was thinking maybe I should just try and like join a class or something like do something where there's people 
And then it's like, maybe I can just talk to people. I don't think that's very likely either. The thing is, just the odds are never going to be high. You just have to be like, okay, well, I'm going to go out and swing a million times, and then maybe I'll get a couple of hits, you know, which is which is like saying, like, hey, I'm going to dumpster dime. I hope I uh, you know, can find a pizza crust or something, you know? It's like... Who knows, man? I'm just having to fucking wade through filth and feel terrible the whole time. You know, that's not what I want. Just looking at my phone now. Remember the oh, dead homeless lady? Before oh, the, before Tinder and things like that, how did you meet people? Uh, how did I meet people? Yeah. I didn't meet people. Like, I knew people in school, but, like... I never like I don't I don't branch out. I don't even like I'm bad at converting coworkers into friends. Like I kind of am, am you know, when when people want to do coworker stuff, I'm like, uh, I'm afraid and and stuff. So like I don't I can't even I can't even do the normal things that people do. Like the natural friendships that other employees kind of form. I'm not I'm not in that, you know. It's not good. It's not good. I mean, you do. Uh, I, I will say you kind of have an intimidating persona. I don't think you you try to. Maybe you do. But yeah. you know, the first few times I met you face to face, I I was a little afraid of you. Yeah, I have a better. I always say I have a better second impression than a first impression. But that's because I don't really try to make a first impression. Um, so you know that ends up making me usually just kind of closed off or quiet in the first impression, which can be very ominous or, you know, potentially strange, threatening, hard to read, you know, certainly a black box that you have to kind of figure out your own answer from, you know, but usually in second impressions, I, I do pretty good job. I can come in with a, usually it happens a lot. Like the second time I see someone, I'm, I can make a lot more jokes and stuff and, I usually get better response and people people dig it. That's something I thought about putting in my my Tinder profile. It's like I make a great second impression. <laughs> um, could, You'll hate me on our first date. Yeah. Oh, it's just like no. Let's just get the first impressions out of the way real quick. You know, maybe just you know pass in the hall, and then <laughs> next time that that can be the first date is the second <laughs> the second impression um but yeah i don't know i don't know man Ugh, who knows so you know the oscars just happened or not just but whatever the oscars happened did you watch the oscars i did not i probably asked you about this already but like i guess everywhere every every everything everywhere all at once won a lot of awards i guess it seemed to clean up yeah yeah i know someone um i probably shouldn't say who i don't think you would be able to guess who it was but uh i know someone who said that they were like neighbors with the people who made everything everywhere all at once okay and said they hated them as neighbors <laughs> and so like when the movie came out came out they're like these fucking people again <laughs> like uh, so I don't know. I don't, you know, I haven't seen the movie. I don't really know anything about it, but I've heard, you know, we've all heard a lot about that movie, but they won a lot of Oscars. I don't know if you heard this, but, um, they, um, they announced a sequel because obviously it did so well, you know? So I was really rooting. I don't know if you've, you've seen this, but 
uh, Jenny Slate made this movie called Marcel the Shell. That is the cutest yeah. thing ever that right. was nominated but didn't win. And I, I thought that she was robbed there. That, that movie should have won. Won what? One for what? Uh, best animated feature, I think. Sure. Pinocchio won instead. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Man, fuck the whatever. But, but yeah, I don't know. What do you feel? How do you feel about all these sequels? You know, it's like, do you think they should? It's because it's like people talk about everything everywhere all at once. So I don't know, crazily. It's like, it's like, would a sequel even be? It kind of defeats the per. Like, do you have an opinion on sequels kind of thing? You know? Okay. So in theory, I love sequels. Like, I'm I'm weird that like I'm nostalgic about something that just happened. Like it, when a TV right. show ends, I'm sad. When a movie's over that I liked, I want more of it instantly. Yeah, but I'm yeah. Always disappointed. Not always. Almost always disappointed by the sequels, though. To the point that I've been kind of burned by them. To the point that I watch them and I'm like, yeah, I I shouldn't have. This is this was stupid. There's so few sequels that I've liked. You know. Yeah. What, what, what's your take? Well. I, yeah, it's it's just hard to do a sequel. I, I'm I'm not against them, but I think it can be hard. But it's like I, I'm just it's an easy audience, you know. I'm not I'm not very critical of, of movies and stuff. I like I have my complaints and stuff, but even when I have complaints, usually it's like, but I was fine, you know. Like I didn't really see, like the menu, but I liked it. Or, you know, it was fine. Go ahead. Did you see Glass Onion? No. Okay. I, I love that movie. Either. It was technically a sequel to Knives Out, but you could watch one without the other. It's it's right. so loosely tied together yeah. that I don't know that I'd really call it a sequel beyond it being in the same universe. That though, I thought Glass Onion was one of my favorite movies of the year. Did you like and Knives Out? I like Knives Out too, but I I just don't even consider them the same thing at all. Sure. You know that 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 kind of sequel, I'm I'm all for. You know stuff like what they did with like you know the Star Trek movies obviously had to be sequels, and some of them were great, and some of them weren't. You know, well, that obviously has a more obvious formula than a lot of other kind of movie concepts. Right. So stuff like that, you know, the 28 days, 28 weeks later movies, mm -hmm. those work, but also too, they weren't really that connected to the earlier ones. You know, it was the same universe, but not really this like, okay, let's pick up where we left off. That's yeah. where I think they kind of fall apart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think like kind of what you're talking like what, what you just said, glass onion, I didn't watch it or whatever, but conceptually the idea of a, a sequel being like a really different kind of thing a different feeling thing i think that's the way you do it i think griffin newman on blank check and stuff has talked about how like a really cool way to do sequels that some people do that's often can be successful is instead of the second half of the first movie it's if you had to pitch an alternate first movie like that that coexisted like but it's like it has to it's like in in a in a in a very very similar world what's another take you know and then it's like usually that works because it's not saying you know oh what's indiana jones gonna do next it's what's oklahoma james gonna do or so you know it's like it's like you get with a different character and a different set of circumstances and you can still have the same world and a lot of the same rules and the same tropes and stuff but like like exploring the same thing from a different angle can be a lot more satisfying than like continuing the thing um which i think i talked about this in the past but like the thing is when the when you make the first thing everything about it is is meant to sell the idea and the themes and the character story you're going for so like last of us is like have you watched the last of Us show i can't remember 
Uh, just a little bit of the first episode, and then I I'll was just had, I was just gonna binge it later. Yeah, it's over now, or the first season's over, so you gotta watch it. But um, but you know, the first game, it's like it's such this tight story because it, they knew what story they wanted to tell, and then the second game, it's like it's just another story, and it doesn't feel the same because it's in the same world and it has the same characters. But the world and the characters were made with the intention of building this very specific emotional story. So it's like it's not going to adapt itself as perfectly to just another story because that world and those characters weren't built for that. You know, so you you ideally can find some sort of evolution that feels true enough to those same theory, theory themes and characters where you can introduce new characters that can reflect on older elements in a new light, you know, but that's the same thing as like the movie sequel, like the, the, the kind of different take movie sequel concept, you know, where it's, it's just a different thing, but I don't know. I, I gotta say, I'm not, I'm not, it's a bit, I'm a bit worried about the sequel to um, the sequel to the, the you know the movie because you know what they're they're they said they announced I told you they announced there's a sequel coming out but you know they announced the title and do you know what the title is no it's everything everywhere a lot twice That's... it's everything everywhere a lot twice Kevin <laughs> everything everywhere a lot twice. <laughs> So, you know, that whole movie rant was fake. That was all just to set up to get us to that point. None of those opinions are true. It's all made up. No, it's true. Those are my opinions. And I do want to, you got to see, I want to talk to, but I want to talk about Last of Us. I thought uh, it was really interesting. I don't know. I can't remember. Have you played it? No, I wish, okay. but no. I mean, well, I know, I know the, the basics of it. I just, well, that's played. the thing. I can be spoiler light just to talk around it, but like the kind of, the, the, the story kind of leads up to the end, the climax where Joel is, is faced with like a decision. And, um, I think when I played the game, I was having a good time and I was really buying the message and the story and everything and the themes the whole way through. And then you get to that point at the end of the game. And it's and it took me out of it just because it's like this feels like such an absurd like the game is forcing you to make this this really like black and white decision it's like there's literally one billion options you could do this you could do that you could do that you know you don't have to do you know you don't have to do that i'm going to dedicate my life to donating to the homeless or i'm going to become the next hitler you know it's like it's like in video games the karma system could be like that where it's like come on this is not this is not what it is and um where whereas again the, the final choice in the game is is very much like it feels when i played it at least it felt very much like so on the nose and forced in a way that felt unrealistic and i still like the game a lot but that was my big complaint is like it's all building up to this moment and i feel like the moment itself takes away from what that moment should be you know and so i think that that you know it didn't work for me in the game and then the second game is all based around that decision. And so it's like, oh, this decision, it had consequences. Look at these consequences of the decision. It's the whole game of this. And I'm like, that was the one thing I hated about that game is I didn't like, I wouldn't have done that. Like, that's the one thing I wouldn't have done at all the way he does it. And then you're like, the whole game is this and it's your fault because you did it. And it's like, you did it. You made the choice. You're the game makers, you know? And so that's like my big conflict. But I felt like in the, in the show, I felt like it depicts the decision 
in a much, much more sympathetic and understandable light. Like you buy it in a way you don't buy it in the game because in the, in the game, it's like very clearly like set up, you know, it's like, here's the freaking thing. Here's on the nose. This is what the game was about is this choice. And, and, and what is it a metaphor for, you know? And then, um, and so it's like, yeah, but it's all very contrived, isn't it? And you've contrived this whole situation, but in the show, I think it feels, it plays really well and it, it doesn't feel contrived at all. I feel it's very emotional and, and good and, and yeah, it's, it's, I think it's, it's really effective because that's the whole thesis of the game, like the first game. And that's like, that's, if you were pitching a game, that's what you sell the game on as then this happens. And it's so great. It's the greatest moment in gaming storytelling history, you know, and it is, um, but you know, it's just great that it, it worked really well. You know, that's like, it's a critical moment in what the IP is and it was really successful. And I was just really happy about that. Um, yeah, I don't know, whatever. You don't care. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to binge it now. Yeah, it's great. It's really good. I liked it a lot. Um, you know, not 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 perfect, but it's it's good. I would like more zombie stuff, but I get why there's not zombie stuff because you know what's interesting in zombie stories is the humans and oh, I'm Negan. I got the baseball bat or whatever the fuck. You know, um, you know that's what's interesting. It's not like oh, this zombie wants to eat me again. You know, so I get it. But, wow. Whatever. I don't know, man. What's that? We might, we might, we might not be able to do this. We might not have enough stuff to talk about. I tried to take notes today. I didn't take notes, or not today. This week, they didn't take as good week, uh, as good notes as I did last week. You know. Um. So this is episode ninety-eight. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody at home thinks that we have something amazing planned for episode one hundred. Yeah. Do you do you want to do you want to fill them in, Spencer? Do you think we can get Brandon Johnson? It would be cool to have Brandon Johnson again. I, I, I really we could ask. Him. It was a long time ago when we had him, but it was really fun talking to him. He, he's great. But, you know, I guess people watch and let us know who you'd want to see on our 100th episode. I bet we could get Jeff to call in, you know. We, we, we can try. Just call in, you know, not do the show, but maybe we could get him to do a pre-record. <laughs> I just listened. Uh, so, uh, Hollywood Handbook is one of my favorite podcasts. It's it's a really weird, zany, silly podcast that's gone through a lot of twists and turns. It has its own lore and stuff. It doesn't get deep into its own lore like other comedic stuff does. You know, it's maybe less like that than even Comedy Bang Bang, which I wouldn't say is very deep in the lore, but it has pretty strong lore. Whatever, I'm saying lore so many fucking times. But Hollywood Handbook is really great, and it's just really strange to follow, like how long it's been. But they just did an episode that was supposed to be like their anniversary or something, and they had a bunch of people call in, and someone called in was like, "Hey, what's up? The happy birthday or whatever." I don't, I don't know. Hope your guys are doing good. All right, see ya. <laughs> like, why did, why did you ask someone to do this for us? <laughs> like just get it <laughs> it was really funny it would be funny if like jeff just records something like that like yeah happy birthday i do i it's, it's uh whatever you know i I'm sorry to hear about the you know hepatitis tommy like or whatever just like completely like not clear on what it is what if we just buy a normal we should just buy a normal cameo from jeff has he been active on cameo lately we could just buy a normal cameo from jeff um okay. that could be funny um or get him to call in or, or or do a video like that like i'm talking about you know that could be good 
Um, but I don't know. You know, you 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 have the bad Discord up. Is it, are they saying anything? They're probably saying like, "Oh, you should fucking kill yourself for the fucking." <laughs> um, Brandon, Jeff, episode. Brandon, Tally, Tally are the suggestions yeah. so far. Wow, that's impressive. That's is you know that's why you're the bad Discord. You know, <laughs> great, great, real great feedback. Um, you know, I'm surprised they didn't ask for Dan. You know, it's like, or Shrop. Like, it's like, that's <laughs> how many was like, what are, what are more at hand answers than those? Like, those are the fucking, the, the fucking lowest hanging fruit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bad discord. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe you're not so bad. Anymore. We're, we're going to book someone so amazing. The discord's not going to even know what to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be cool. Well, the thing is like, it, it doesn't like. You don't necessarily want to overwhelm it with star power either because that's not like a real celebration of the show not even that the show should be celebrated per se you know like even it's not it's not really worthy of celebration i don't know it would it's just like what even was any of this it's just like a fucking fever dream what if episode 100 is we just fucking wake up and it was all fucking a dream and we'll call it the new heart episode yeah it was like five years ago and someone's like you know harmontown is still going this was just yeah. you and me getting really high on a, a road trip one day they call it wet markets and kids are eating bats and you know like and it's just like oh shit oh fuck it's gonna happen um you know that would be so crazy uh <laughs> wouldn't that be crazy to go back before covid and be like covid's about to happen i mean i guess you could be like you know buy a bunch of fucking masks <laughs> see i was that guy like months before anyone knew about it trying to like tell people and everyone looked at me like i was nuts no i remember towards the end of last the the, the not last the end of the year before the pandemic officially hit america it was in the news just in the other country i'm like this is gonna be a fucking problem like this is not this does not seem to be being handled like maybe it won't enter america but it's certainly gonna go through a bunch of countries before this is over that was like november i was thinking that you know yeah no i was the one trying to like just tell everybody hey this is going to change the world this is going to be the biggest thing of the year if not the decade this but is going to affect everyone's lives and everyone's looking like yeah yeah right yeah right we, we've heard this before but that's what I mean is like to go back to before it's like you can't there's nothing you could do about it you know it's like maybe if you have loved ones that died you could give them 95 masks because it took us a while to figure that out um the masks you know social distancing for a while um but I even had masks that I could not give away to people right yeah do you, people do you like remember that. I was reached out to you and like everybody else going hey I have boxes and boxes of these things please will you take some and everyone was like eh, you did I, think. I vaguely remember that i don't know uh, i i don't know were they surgical masks or were they n95 masks they were n95 masks and like yeah. i was just like fighting and i finally found a doctor's office that just took like a pallet of them off of us wow. because nobody else would wow kevin was a ho covid hoarder kevin's a covid hoarder everybody um I was. you were holding pre-covid back when it was okay I, I keep saying corvid kevin's a corvid hoarder i'm a crow <laughs> you fucking you fucking stockpiled a million crows um jesus christ 
38 minutes this fucking clock is mocking me you guys can't see the clock but oh you know what we gotta do okay so this is a this this is gonna be a secret but we could tell the fans um i think you have i must have lost it again but i think you have the file of the that happens logo i think i think we gotta take that and take my head and make it about 40 percent bigger and then make that the new logo and then like maybe in another six months i think we gotta make it 40 percent bigger again until it just like it, it keeps just getting bigger like until it's like it's eclipsing jeff's head you know it's like slowly eclipsing jeff's head okay. but uh just jeff stays the same size and then eventually my head will i think you know it'll go off screen <laughs> you know <laughs> i think i think that's I think that could be really good. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't want to take Jeff off the off the thing, but I think it would be funny if my head periodically got larger in the fucking. Okay. The Move your eyes so that they're just slightly like glaring at him a little bit on the first few <laughs> passes. Yeah, yeah, you could have a you could have it a bit to the to the right. You could have the eyes a bit to the right. But but yeah, Ugh, but you so you showed you showed the people the logo. You did, were you going to try and show them the the clock? Can you show the, the fine folks the clock as well? Okay. We're a video podcast. If you want to see the clock, here it is. This, this is the wow. clock. Wow. Wasn't that worth it? We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey there, I'm the spleen. I'm here to talk to you about better help. You know, I had some tough times before I got on with Quick. You know, when I met Jeff Quick and joined the Quick Network. Uh, he had been through some rough patches and, uh, you know, I wish I could have had a therapist to go through it. That's what I like about better help. <laughs> you can connect to therapists all across the world, highly trained, uh, licensed technicians who are uh, forklift certified. They'll get you going where you need to go on the right path. Take it from me. Better help. Get fork legs for get fort lift surf for 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 better help. It worked for me. Now back to the show. What's up? We're back. It's me, the spleen. I decided to stop talking like that. I got sick of it. Uh, uh, you know, I'm just gonna do the rest of the my radio career with this voice. That was a great depressed Wolfman Jack. Oh yeah. The spleen is best thought of as a depressed Wolfman Jack. Man, okay, so here's a here's a question, Kevin. Here's a tech question. Um, when, and I guess it's not much of a tech question. Someone just sent an email. Here's the tech question: Is it worrisome when you open your Windows computer and it's like booting up? And then you quickly see like black command window box pop up and disappear real quick. Cause that seems like it's like a script being run or something, you know, but it also feels like it could be like a program booting up shittily or something, you know, like a background process. So it doesn't seem like it's necessarily like code red, but at the same time, I'm like, uh, I do not like seeing that. I mean, either way, it's a lazy programmer, you know, that is, it's so easy right. to hide that. So either yeah. it's malware that the person just didn't care that wrote it, or if it's some legit program that the same Ugh. story, you know, someone just didn't care what they wrote. I fucking hate Windows computers, man. I gotta, I gotta get a, uh, I gotta get a, uh, I gotta like go through and scan my computer or something. I haven't done that in a while. 
Um, so Mar Miranda has sent me a message on Patreon who says, I hope you see this now. Bye. Hey, Kevin. Oh, hey, Kevin's weather is dark and snowing, but you got sun question mark. Ask him if he cares about all the fucked up weather, hail and snow today. Do you care about all the fucked up weather, hail and snow today? I mean, I actually was just about to bring up the fact that it's snowing and lightning outside right now at the same time, which is not so normal. Cool. It's like, it's like blizzarding outside at the moment. And yeah, if that was a magic spell, it would be doing different types of energy damage. You know, it'd be doing lightning damage and cold damage. Just some fun things. I love the lens that you view the world through sometimes. So uh, Hollywood Handbook is a really great podcast. Uh, and they did this one ad campaign for a company called Brilliant Earth that makes, I think, uh, lab-grown diamonds. And they did literally like one ad. I think it was technically two reads because they were in the same episode. But they did one ad and then they got shut down by the company because... <laughs> They didn't like to advertise it and they advertise because Hollywood handbook is so fucking funny. Um, and they do really, really funny ad reads and the ad reads are so crazy. They often get, um, they get banned. One time they lost a quip toothbrush sponsorship because they brought up the true anecdote of a person who stuck, who, who, who broke it into a house. And I think he robbed some stuff, like he took some stuff. But one of the things he did is he shoved the toothbrush up his asshole. He shoves the the homeowner's toothbrush up his asshole. And then he like took a picture of it in the camera. And so like later, way later when they got the photos developed, they saw like the toothbrush in the asshole. And was like, I've been brushing my teeth with that. And so the Hollywood handbook referenced that on the quip toothbrush, they like, they reference they say that it has like a laser protection system to protect you against uh, a thief putting it in their butthole i think and so they got the quick sponsorship taken away but uh they got they had the brilliant earth one and the ad campaign that was they were like oh we've been launching a new segment called funky factables just new funky factables that you could use in your life and he would just like, explain like the concept of funky factables and what funky factables were going to be doing as an ad campaign moving forward. And he's like, and now it's time to hear the funky factable. The human penis is almost two inches. <laughs> and he's like, that was it for the funky factables. That's right. Thank you, Brilliant Earth. <laughs> so they did one ad reading got shut down. It's a really great podcast. Um, I don't know why I was going to bring them up but you know what good podcasts have kevin what's that is freaking quizzes and segment games that the people on the podcast play just like we did last week with the mountain dew quiz that no (laughs) one commented about but i assume went over really really well and was really popular and exciting for everybody you know um i gotta believe it was exciting so we gotta do another one of those you know don't you think we have to we have to you know um and i thought we should mix it up and incorporate more feedback that people have sent us to prove uh that we listen to it because sometimes i say that and then i don't do something that someone has sent me and then that sends the message fuck you i'm lying about caring about what you send us (laughs) so you know uh we uh we got someone uh, an actual we have someone who's going to present the the quiz for us so is is that fun and so maybe i can actually play along with you as a contestant because we'll have a new i don't know what you call host game show host whatever you know quiz quiz host whatever yeah so 
without further in, uh, introduction, wait, no, with just one further introduction, I would like to introduce our guest, Dr. Mindflayer. Hello, baby. It's time to get into that Mountain Dew quiz. What's up, Spencer? Kevin? Hey, I'm uh, good. What's up? Hey, hey, Dr. Mindflayer. It's been a while. Yeah, baby, it's been a while. Ha ha. Remember when I hypnotized you, Kevin? Or was that not canon? I can't remember. Ha ha. It's all kind I of a blur. What, I don't really remember that day that well. I honestly don't know what he's talking about. So, you know, whatever. Uh, but whatever, you know, we'll, we'll move past it. That's right, folks. But you know what I like. He says something like that, right? The big bopper who's, ooh, baby, you know what I like. And that's a Mountain Dew quiz. Uh, and that's why today's Mountain Dew quiz is version two. It's a different version. And this version is two do no wait. It's called do truths and do lie. It's like two truths and a lie, but with Mountain Dew, you know, make your own pun and just insert it. You know, you could you could do that. However, there's a lot of ways to get it across the plate, but the idea here is you're going to have to pick out the real Mountain Dew from amongst the options. That sounds great. Okay. So can I play? I I don't know. I, I you better not cheat. Uh, I mean, what what do you think, Kevin? I I would love to see how you play this. Yes, let's, let's please please play pleasant, sir. Okay, great. All right, all right. Well, we'll take it away, Doctor Mindflare. All right. Question one. I'm going to read three options and you got to tell me which one is the fake Mountain Dew. Mango Heat. Game Fuel Grand Alliance. And Peach Mango Down. Damn, that's tough. I'm going to have to think about that. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to have to say it's Mango Heat. I think that's the fake one. That's the fake one? I think so. Well, this says this one's the real one. Is that is that true? I feel like I should maybe look that up. No, that's what it says. Let's just believe that until per further uh, truth. All right. Well, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess peach mango down. No, no, that one's real as well. Both of you guessed real ones. You're supposed to guess the fake one. Did you understand the game? You. The, yeah, no, I understood. Did you understand the game, Kevin? I think so. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, Game Fuel Grand Alliance is not is not a real one. There was Game Fuel Alliance from the World of Warcraft promotion. You know, back when you can choose the Game Fuel Horde or the Game Fuel Alliance. But uh yeah. Okay. I think I, I thought I remembered that one being a real thing. I just didn't realize it wasn't called Grand Alliance. Yeah, I think it's a little cheap. It's a little cheap to just kind of vaguely tweak one word and say it's like, it's not, it's the fake one, but you know, whatever. All right. You know, duly noted and I'll, I'll take, I'll take notes, but I am a mind flare. I'm, I'm, I'm not big copper. I'm a different character. All right. Question two, which one's the fake one? Mountain Dew Revolution, Mountain Dew Liberty Brew. Or Mountain Dew communism. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to go with communism. I think I, I've, we've we've tried both of the first two. I think on the show. 
Well, I heard Spencer buzz in first. Spencer, what's your answer? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with Mount to Communism as well. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Uh, yeah, no, I know. You know, I'm actually a Mountain Dew pro, so I know. I know this one, you know. That's correct. You guys both get a point. Are we doing points? I should have thought this out better. <laughs> I don't feel bad, Dr. Mindflare. You don't even exist. All right. All right. You ready for another one, Kevin? Yeah, let's do it. Let's break the tie. All right. The three are Mountain Dew Cold Fusion, Mountain Dew Tropical Smash, and Mountain Dew Arctic Blitz. I'm going to say Cold Fusion is the fake I, one. It's impressive that you're... you're <laughs> I guess it's smart to go f- for you to go first because if you let me go first, you know who knows what I could get. So, so you guess Cold Fusion. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna guess Cold Fusion too. That sounds fake. That sounds fake. Well, it's not. The fake one was Arctic Blitz. <laughs> what? There's a different one. It's called like Arctic Blast or something. You can't keep doing this, Doctor. Why? That's not. It's not fun. It's crazy that Cold Fusion is real though, right? Yeah, no, that that's a, what, what does that taste like? It's one of those frozen flavors. You know, it's like a like a slurpy flavor. So cold, cold fusion, kind of clever if you think uh, about okay. it. Okay, all yeah, right. No, that's okay. Yeah, that's I, I'll believe it. I, I've never heard of that one, but I believe it. Yeah, no, it's real. It's real. I'm a, I'm a real pro at this stuff. Um, <laughs> all right, this one's tough. <laughs> Mountain Dew Johnson City Gold. Mountain Dew Tennessee Smackdown. Mountain Dew, Heartland Heat. What was the first one? <laughs> Mountain Dew, Johnson City Gold. That's got to be the fake one. I'm going to guess that too, yeah. No, that's the only real one of these three. <laughs> the other two are fake. <laughs> and that one is real. That's a true fact. That is a factual <laughs> statement. I made up the other two. Tennessee SmackDown doesn't exist. Harlan Heat doesn't exist. But Johnson City Gold. <laughs> and that's not even a crazy flavor. That's the it's a normal dew. That's like a can or a cup or something. It's just Mountain <laughs> Johnson City. Where was that sold? Don't say Johnson I, City. <laughs> yeah, Johnson City. It, no, it was it was made for Johnson City. It was made for Johnson City. Okay, oh, Mar Miranda keeps emailing me. Hmm, do you actually have advice for convincing people to get into D&D like a cool pitch? Very fast that they have short attention spans. I I think it's impossible. I, I don't know. Show them Harmon Quest. I think it's basically impossible to get get people. It's 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 hard to pitch D&D. It's, you know, you you have to show it to them. It's it's hard to explain, you know. Ahem. Sorry. Sorry, Dr. Mindfully. <laughs> All right. Uh we're coming in on the half so far you guys are tied one to one this time let's go mountain dew midnight grape mountain dew kick whip sorry mountain dew kick flip kiwi or mountain dew zero day exploits <laughs> it's gotta be the last one it has to be i'm gonna guess kick flip kiwi you're both correct. Both of those are fake. Midnight grape is real. Let's move on. So wait, 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 wait. 
It was supposed to be you find the one fake. And now yeah, it's there's two fake. He's changing the rules. That's right. That's why it's such an insidious quiz. The ultimate sequel to the first quiz. I mean, it's 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 fun though. Uh, you, I mean, it's whatever. It, it's not high stakes, I guess. You know. All right. So we're two to seven two. or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, we're two to two. Mountain Dew Extreme, Mountain Dew XL, Mountain Dew Turbo. I'm gonna say Turbo. Is the fake? I need to guess Extreme. The correct answer was. Extreme is the only real one. Mountain Dew XL and Mountain Dew Turbo were both fake. So uh, that means Kevin takes the lead. Can you, can you imagine if Mountain Dew XL was a real flavor? <laughs> the taste you love from Mountain Dew Bavaria. <laughs> I don't know. I don't that would know. be a flavor from the movie with Wally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What? Do you think that tokens got like pissed when NFTs showed up? Like what kind of fungible? <laughs> We're not, what does that even mean? We're not fungible. What the fuck is that? Like a fungus? That's not what we are. It apparently means replaceable or, or <laughs> you know, it, it, indistinguishable, swappable. Well, that's what's good about tokens. That's why you want a token. Why does it, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, this is. It's, the, I, I could see the light. Thank you. This is my time, folks. Uh, I'll, I'll workshop my comedy elsewhere. This is not the place to workshop comedy. That's right. <laughs> We're doing the Mountain Dew quiz. All right. <laughs> Question six or whatever. Mountain Dew Typhoon. Mountain Dew Fruit Quake. Mountain Dew Flash Flood. <laughs> flash Flood. I'm going to guess Fruit Quake. No, wait, wait, no, Flash Flood. That's correct. It was Flash Flood. <laughs> yeah, no, we had Fruit Quake really recently. Remember when we yeah. had Fruit, Fruit Quake? Yeah, that was All gross. right. Yeah. Mountain Dew Tropical Strike. Mountain Dew Supernova. Or Mountain Dew Dirty Bomb. <laughs> dirty Bomb? Yeah, no, Dirty Bomb for sure. It's got to yeah, be I'm, Dirty, I'm dirty bomb. bomb. It's got to be the fake, yeah. That would be insane if it wasn't Dirty Bomb. That's correct. Dirty Bomb is not a real Mountain Dew flavor. All right. All right. We're coming in close. There's just three left. Mountain Dew Distortion. Mountain Dew Disruption. Or Mountain Dew Perversion. Perversion has got to be the fake. Wait, no. This time, guess the real one. The real one? All right. Fine. All right, what were the first two again? That, that one. I don't lost me i feel like he just realized this is a bad question it's like trying to change things up to salvages mountain dew distortion mountain dew disruption and mountain dew perversion okay disruption is the real one uh i'm gonna say distortion distortion is the real one disruption is made up pretty good fake though yeah no, so we're, distortion we're tied democracy yep we're tied all right man and there's only two questions left. It's really, this is really down to the wire. All right. Two questions left. This one's hard. This one's a real tough one. So listen to all the answers carefully. Mountain Dew Pitch Black. Mountain Dew Pitch Black 2. Mountain Dew Pitch Black 36. 
Are we trying to hide the real one or the fake one? The fake one. I'm going to say 36. Yeah, I'm going to say 36 as well. That's correct. Okay. Okay. It's all tied up. It's down to the last question. It could go either way. And there's no sudden death over time. So I hope this doesn't end in a tie. That would suck. All right. Mountain Dew Energized. Mountain Dew Sport. And Mountain Dew Football. The real one, I've energized. What's the fake one? Uh, what was the last one? Football? Yep. And sport. Uh, I'm going to say football's the fake one. Yeah, I'm going to say that too. That's correct. You have both won the Mountain Dew quiz. The prize is I get to eat your amazing brains that both won the Mountain Dew quiz. Psionic blast. Kevin, roll a will save. <laughs> I don't have any. I got a 12 with my modifiers, so I am stunned for four rounds. You are going to have to handle this. I alone. rolled an 11. No, okay. wait, wait, that's a 14. I got a 14. Right, no. Yeah, no, we're dead. We're both dead. <laughs> I think we're both dead. Um, my my flare psychic blast two of us. I think we're both dead. We got enough time to eat both of our brains. All right. Well, that you know, that's the end of that episode. We both died. I guess you know. Wow. I didn't think we were gonna go out this way. I thought we would have at least made it to a hundred. So this podcast is just like that. Um, that bit from Rick and Morty, the the life of whatever that guy, a oh, life yeah. that lived, mm -hmm. and like every episode we play through until we die <laughs> that's as far as we got this episode you know but what do we learn you know i uh i learned that mountain dew communism is not a real thing i i feel like mountain dew at some point is just gonna run out of names and then one day communism is gonna be a real name yeah like they're gonna have just no other choices left they're gonna start just you know Mountain Dew Jeffrey Dahmer or something. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for hard Mountain Dew Brian. <laughs> so, you know, you can send us emails. That happens pod at gmail.com. And some people have sent us emails. I'm looking at these emails. It's just making me really depressed because they're sent like two years ago or something, you know, and it's like, ugh. Remember two years ago when we didn't know? I've already said this, but like before we did that, the podcast was stupid. <sighs> Ignacio Bosch writes Idea, Jeff campaign. Keep on playing whenever Jeff has time for whatever time he has and wants. New campaigns to play with whoever you want. Kevin, random people from Discord, friends, guests, etc. Shrob, all of the above. I love the DD segments. So long as you guys are playing DD in any form, I'd be happy. Good luck with the podcast. Ignacio Bosch, I'm sorry. We. We could not have failed you more. Do you have anything to say to Ignacio Bosch, Kevin? Um, I mean, he was saying what we were all thinking. It just didn't work out that way. And I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, too. You know, that's how I feel about my life in general. You know, it just didn't work out that way. You know, hello, Kevin. Oscar J. Ruiz writes, hello, Kevin Spencer and or Jeff. I'm only writing this email because you guys encouraged the suggestions for the show. I don't know if I would otherwise. It feels douchey, and I'm a little embarrassed for rewriting something like this. I do love the show, though, and I have a few ideas that may or may not help. 
Jeff and Spencer each have an idea of expertise whose skills overlap into D&D. Jeff's is improv and Spencer's DMing. As I, I, a listener, would love to hear more about each. Why not do segments where Jeff runs an improv workshop teaching Spencer and Kevin, which culminates culminating improv groups? See, I, I, I told Jeff that I wanted him to teach me improv, and he did not seem interested. Um, well, he kind of played along a little bit, but I was, I was just because I want to learn how to fucking... I only know how to be funny in the very narrow way that I've been funny, you know, but I could be all sorts of other funny potentially, you know. Anyway, Spencer could also teach Jeff and Kevin how to DM. This could lead to alternate DMs or one offs in which Spencer could play a character while one of the others DMs. It's a good idea. I also like the idea of doing an Oprah's Book Club style rewatch of Community in Rick and Morty or Harmontown. Dan Harmon is the thing that connects Spencer and Jeff, so deep dive for his work might have feel, appeal to your listenership. You can even include guests in these discussions. It's not a bad idea. Um, I think Jeff should lean into the idea that he's probably told a story before on Harmontown, but can't remember. You could turn it into a segment called I Probably Told a Story Before. It's a great idea. Uh, Spencer could start his D&D recaps by saying, the last thing that happened, and end his recap by saying, this is about to happen. That's all I got. Send this email as a fan in good head faith. Hope it helps. Best, Oscar. Those are all great ideas. Holy shit. We should read this email back in September 9th, 2021 when he sent it. Maybe Kevin or maybe Kyle or Kyle. I call Jeff Kyle. Maybe Kyle would still be here if uh, if we did some of these suggestions. What do you think, Kevin? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like, I tried once asking him, hey, do you have any tips to like, I, I want to be funnier. Like, I'm funny a minute later. I'm never funny, like, you know, yeah. in the moment. And that's what a podcast needs. How do I get better right. at improv? And his answer, I'm not sure if this was just like amazing diplomacy or him just not wanting to take the time, but he was like, you know, some people just have it and some people don't. That, that was his all his only advice to me. Is some so people I think that was some people don't. Yeah. It's not really advice. I guess it's kind of advice, but yeah. That's the I mean, I, I, I don't know. I took that as my advice to you is don't don't bother. <laughs> yeah. Well, this probably just sounds like it's, it's some things are hard to compartmentalize into functional advice, you know, it is. And I know that's a tough question to ask somebody like, Hey, how do you do your job? Tell me in two minutes. Yeah. Like I have like people ask me big D and D questions like that. Like, how do I do this or that? And I have answers, but a lot of times when people ask me the question, I don't like want to answer because it's like, ugh, I don't want to go through and say this whole thing again. Like, it's not usually the answer people care about or are looking for, you know? So it's like, what's even the point? It's also kind of obvious too, you know, it's just like, just fucking get the books and stuff. I don't know. Frederick Naslund writes, what a name. That's a great name. He's got an umlaut of the A. Uh, hey guys, long time Harmonian, short time Habachino from Sweden here. Thanks for doing that happens. It's awesome. I was wondering if you'd like to try, try some classic Swedish sodas on the podcast. I'd be happy to send you some if you'd like. I was thinking you'd probably like to try these. Portello, caramel flavor, jokingly referred to as the national beverage of northern Sweden. Vera, Blatira, banana slash tutti frutti flavor. Remember tutti frutti? Uh, Soccer Drica, sugar and lime. This one's pretty bland, but might be the oldest sodas in the world with roots in the 17th century. They used to give it soldiers or sailors to avoid scurry. And Jewel Must, classic non-alcoholic Christmas soda made from barley and hops. This one sells outsells Coca-Cola around Christmas. Let me know if you'd like some. Thanks for the awesome podcast. Shit with Satan. Shit, man. Remember shit with Satan? Jesus Christ. We used to have like a regular... Wow. What the fuck, man? What's going on? I, 
I just think what I'm what I'm what I'm encountering is just the passage of time and I'm not enjoying it. Like I don't like it. I don't like seeing physical reminders of aging, you know. I I get that. And a two year old podcast email qualifies. All these sound good. Maybe we could just get these. We don't probably have to wait for him to send them, you know. Yeah. Tello, Vera, Blatira, Sucker, Stricka, Jewelmost. Those sound amazing. I would try all of them. Yeah, maybe we can just order these off of Amazon or something. Here, I'm going to put it in the chat just so we can have it if we want to write that down or something. Because they all sound good. I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. You know, I don't know. Is this better than like not having a podcast? I mean, obviously, most of this episode was great or whatever, but it's like, you know, is it sometimes I'm like, is it better to do a bad episode than just not do an episode? We could just skip. It's just like, uh, but this episode was good. I don't know. Anyway, the thing I James, think is funny ahead. is that the, the episodes that I feel like, ah, eh, that wasn't our best are generally the ones that get the most reactions and people seem to love. And the ones where I'm like, wow, that was great. Like nobody will respond on Reddit. Nothing happened. You know, it's just zero response whatsoever. So I don't know if people are responding to not liking it or if I'm just completely off on what makes a good show. Yeah. Who knows? And then it's just, it's just the thing. It's, it's always like, I'm not saying like, don't think like that, but it's just, there's no, it's cause I do that all, all the time and I'm not trying to not do it, but it's just nothing it's always a trap you know it's like there's never any way that you can crunch those numbers and come out like happier than when you started you know i don't know what it is it's just fucked it's always been like that for me at least uh you know that's why people are like don't look at stuff online i think it's just like more potential for harm than good but i don't know i'm addicted to whatever i'm i'm we're all fucked up i got a type b personality disorder kevin um James Bostick writes, you guys, you see how many emails I'm reading you guys, you got to send them more emails because I'll actually read them like this, this time I'll read them this much. I'll read them so hard. You guys, I'll read your emails. So good. If you please send the emails to that happens podcast or pod.com. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Send us emails to that address. That happens pod at gmail.com is the address. I'm not sure who receives this or reads over these, but I know Spencer said he just did on the Crow episode, but I'll just type this out like I'm talking to you all. I'm Jam Boasty on most internet places. I did some drawings you guys posted. Thanks again for that. I love those drawings. As for the podcast, I think if you had an Ask the DM mailbag thing where players or DMs could ask, send in predicaments or anecdotes or really anything, you read it and give your take. Jeff's take would be funny too. That's a good idea. If you want to send us your questions, sure, whatever. You know, Emails can be about any fucking thing. But yeah, Ask the DM, that sounds great. Uh, for every Jeff sex story, there should be an equally long story about Spencer smoking weed and looking for crow friends. I generally come to this podcast for you guys. There's already a lot of ton of just story time. I think specific and you're both hilarious. Yeah, I think it could be funny if I told long stories. Um, also, I know Spencer streams and enjoys games. I watched your Dark Souls punches run. I wanted to hear you lament about it to Jeff. Kevin, I played Dark Souls when I was doing punches. And I don't have to lament about it. It was a lot of fun. I think I punched really well i was like a punch fucking master um watching you guys you, you guys watching youtube stuff would be amazing that's something we could do is watch more clips if you want to like send us clips we could watch weird stupid shit i don't know that's easy as hell it's almost too easy um but you know i'm lazy so that's good jeff having spencer and kevin watch an old ass movie would be interesting jeff could play video games 
That would be good if Jeff was still here to talk about old movies with Jeff. The soda drinking is cool, but I could take or leave it. Yeah, I respect that. Um, the soda drinking is just kind of like laziness. It's like, hey, this is something we can spend time doing, you know? So it's more of a, uh, what do you call it? A safety valve that we can pull, you know? Um, also, the news corner you did on the Crow episode was hilarious and terrifying and insightful. Love that shit. Speaking of which, the Nazis are at it again. What are the Nazis doing, Kevin? They're, they're uh, at it again? Yeah, they're at it again. Um, I don't know, man. Everything's just getting really crazy. There's a guy that was fired for showing a class of like college students or high school students the statue of David because it's his dick, you know? David, the statue of David has a dick. Parents complained and got him fired or some shit. That's Nazis. Um, a ton of transphobic laws are being passed as Nazis. <sighs> Kanye West decided that he's not anti-Semitic anymore. Did you hear about that? He posted that he saw 21 Jump Street and it cured him of anti-Semitism because Joni Hill was really good in it. Did you hear about this? I did, and I misread the headline at first and thought it was because of Jonah Ray and thought right. that was the craziest possible outcome for that, but then it made more sense when I read the story. That would be crazier, but yeah, that makes sense. He posted, "You can't be anti Christians can't be anti-Semitic when Jesus is Jew. Jesus is Jew. Why? Why would you type Jesus is Jew? Jesus is Jew. Um, maybe that's the episode title. Jesus is Jew. But and it's not Jesus is a Jew. It's Jesus is Jew. It's just very strange. But also, just like I don't, we shouldn't even be fucking giving him airtime." But everyone's like, oh, he said he turned it. You shouldn't report on it. Like, oh, he says he doesn't hate Jews anymore. He didn't say he doesn't hate Jews anymore. He said Christians can't be anti-Semitic. <laughs> like, that's a false statement, which doesn't <laughs> deny someone's anti-Semitism. You can say, I'm not anti-Semitism. I love Jonah Hill. You Jews can keep conspiracing and globalizing all you want, <laughs> you know? Jesus is Jew, you know, it doesn't change. It doesn't like really change the math. I don't know. Also, you know, Trump got arrested. Finally, you know, he tweeted that he was going to get arrested and that did happen. It's fucking insane. Like everyone was, was reporting on that as if it was credible. It's like, to me, there was no stronger evidence that he wasn't going to get arrested than the fact that we heard about him from him saying it because he's a fucking constant liar. So it's like anything he says is a fucking lie. So he's, he's going to get arrested. Of course, he's not going to get arrested. I wonder what he was trying to do. I think he was just kind of being like, I wonder how much of a shit I can whip up, like how much of a hassle will will happen. Just kind of flexing his power. I think is why he was doing that. But who knows? And everyone's like, the president says you should go fight. So hey, any Nazis want to go do that? Go do. Just everyone's just trying to like make it uh, as much of a thing as possible. I was like, God damn it, dude. Everyone misses Trump so fucking bad. <sighs> but I don't know. I think we can win the election if we don't, you know, get fucking murder or something first. All this trans stuff sucks. Whatever. Whatever. It's a bummer, man. All those Nazis. We haven't talked about Nazis in a while because it's been pretty bleak. It's just they've been doing, they've been very busy doing a lot of stuff. I don't know. I just heard like they they've always been saying that the January 6 protesters, the Republicans are always complaining that they're in really terrible conditions, they're being mistreated in prison and stuff. But some like democratic senators went to like 
view their prison conditions and they're like this is this is fine this is not anything to complain about and when they were leaving the the protesters started like chanting let's go brandon which is like i don't know it doesn't seem like i don't think you should be imprisoning all of those people together as a club you know like if you can join a, a group chant together about the crime that you're all in prison committing together it seems like you're allowing for a level of camaraderie in the prison that's like kind of neg like kind of negating a lot of the punishment element it certainly could potentially be you know dangerous i don't think it's actually a risk in the sense that i think they're you know they wouldn't jeopardize their 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 time or whatever by doing stuff but it could potentially be a security risk to let a lot of people freely coordinate and collaborate like that you know in a, in a prison environment or whatever the fuck but whatever i'm talking out of my ass at this point i don't know what the fuck everything sucks i think it'll i think it'll be a slightly better hopefully the ais don't kill us all i was trying to look into neurosama because someone was sending us shit about neurosama but i didn't see very much one of the things that's funny is that um she seems to uh like actively almost like a like a comedy bit deny corrections that people gives her like like she'll she'll refer to someone by the wrong name and then they'll say like oh that's not my name my actual my actual name is that and they're like oh your actual name is that i didn't know that the wrong name you know and so it's almost like it's like a comedy bit you know the the like and then she does it different ways she'll get it wrong over and over and i don't know if that's intentional or not but i gotta dig into neurosama more before we can talk about that more in depth but that's something i wanted to at least mention <sighs> next next week will be a better podcast or this one was the best podcast and next week's gonna suck because we're gonna try hard on it or something you know but that's all i got my tank is empty what's up kevin oh marmorinda hold on kevin marmorinda sent us one more message did you see corn on the cob little caesar's bullshit i know this is off topic oh yeah on tiktok little caesar's announced a corn cob crust pizza which has a corn cobs for crust it's clearly a joke clearly like a april fool thing but they they were advertising it very seriously um very fun fun stuff that's all sorry kevin i was just kind of talking for that's the okay. not really letting you get in there i don't know do you have anything cool to say uh no come check us out live every night or every sunday night on shrobhomevideo.com and you can watch us live before i have to edit out all of spencer's really racist comments yeah um and then after this you can watch video apocalypse which is this kind of cool 15 minute bunch of music videos and then after that is real life sci-fi where they talk about conspiracy theories and they each take a side and defend their their position on it followed by some crazy thing rob schraub creates um so yeah come check us out schraubhomevideo.com yeah and you can check me out live every night uh, my home address is going to be posted in the show notes so you can come check out what we're doing there there's some exciting stuff going on in the uh, litter box of the secondary bathroom so you know you can get in on the ground floor of that um check out better help uh you know get a quicks prime membership sign up for for quick quicks network prime what else uh you know i don't know shit with satan why not you know <laughs>